Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today we are flashing back to episode number 293 with Danielle Poza, a deeply passionate advocate and advisor for personal and workplace well being. In the end, Well-being is just so much more important than how big of an organization we can build or how high we can drive our income or our net worth. Happiness and fulfillment are the most important outcomes, and Danielle is committed to helping individuals and organizations prioritize well-being as the core measurement of real success. In these short snippets, Danielle talks first about the leadership mindset around well-being and how leaders can visibly walk the walk in order to integrate a culture of well-being in their organizations. She shares some important distinctions around life-work balance, and she shares her compelling vision of how organizations of the future can willingly help their people integrate their personal and work lives for maximum productivity and maximum happiness. Here at Cutco Vector Marketing, our leaders fully embrace the philosophies that Danielle shares. Please help spread the philosophies and strategies of Cutco Vector by sharing this and other episodes of this podcast with people in your network. The podcast is available for free on just about all podcast players. All episodes, guest bios, and show notes can also be found at changinglivespodcast.com. After listening to today's flashback, you'll probably want to hear more of Danielle's story and insights. You can get that by revisiting our full conversation at episode number 293. I read on your website that well-being is not, it's not a program. It should be a part of the leadership mindset. Mm-hmm. Can you share a little bit more about what the difference is? Yeah, that's one of my favorite questions to be asked, <laughs> especially now because everyone's trying to come up with like the next cool kind of workplace well-being program or hack and like and there's, you know, there's like there's yoga programs and meditation programs and there's uh there's there's all these different ways that you can start to address workplace well-being. So my approach though is that first and foremost it really needs to be a mindset that stems from leadership. So meaning First of all, leaders, and I, when I say leaders, I mean like senior level and C-suite leaders need to like actually make their own well-being a priority and be vocal about it. Meaning that like, oh, they're not just secretly exercising when they get home or secretly eating healthy, but that they are doing those things and they're prioritizing their family or they're prioritizing their sleep. And then they're showing their company that they do that so that they're actually creating permission amongst the organization to 
also make their well-being a priority because either and what I've seen and what I've seen with my clients is that either they're not taking care of their well-being, they're burnt out themselves, or they're making work so much of a priority that they are really you know, letting their family life suffer. Or they might be taking care of their well-being, but they're kind of being secretive about it. Like they think that they're supposed to be showing that they're this hardcore executive that works around the clock. And so so workplace well-being has to really start with leadership demonstrating, like really taking it on walking the walk from a well-being standpoint. And then, and then from that it then branches out into ways that it starts to infiltrate the culture. So if you're a leader that practices those things in your personal life, then kind of the next step is, well, how do you integrate it into the culture, which takes shape in terms of how you design your policies and uh, what kind of trainings you offer to your managers, what kind of development you offer to your leaders, what kind of resources you make available to your employees. But my point is just that it shouldn't start with like a perk or a mini program. It really should be something that is rooted in the leadership and then starts to get embedded into the, uh, the fabric of the culture. So talk, Danielle, about shifting from, quote, work-life balance to, quote, life-work balance. Yeah. Could you unpack that distinction for yeah, us? Yeah, it's very related to, to what we were just saying. The whole idea of it is just that it's like we're always talking about work-life balance. It's like we're we're trying to figure out how do we get life back into the equation. Right? Like it's like we're actually really not trying to figure out how to balance work-life. Like most people are really just trying to, like I just said, like get life back, like back in there. And so the philosophy behind it is that it actually needs to start with a mental shift of start to prioritize your life and figure out how work fits into that. Now, work should definitely be a major part of your life. You should love what you do. I'm not necessarily saying that work should take a back seat, but more so that you should honor and respect all areas of your life and realize that your time with your kids gives you the energy that you need to go to work. Or if you don't have kids, maybe it's like that exercise routine and that you being able to sleep well and eat healthy, that gives you the ability to focus on your work and to do a good job and be to be productive at work. So all areas of your life deserve respect. And then the other part about that is the implication for employers, not just for the employee. So employers and companies they have to develop this mindset too, that like, you don't just have workers, you don't just have people who are meant to pump out just to be productive for your company and just pump out work. Like these are human beings with lives that are struggling and that every organization should be like thinking not, well, how do we get our workers more work-life balance? They should be thinking, well, first take an interest in their whole life and understand that they have a whole life and that they shouldn't be expected to be answering emails past work hours. And they should be encouraged to sign off and make time for dinner with their families. So the idea is just to just flip the equation and say, let's just aim for life work balance where all aspects of life is given the attention that it deserves rather than it starting with work and you having to fit in like how to squeeze in the other aspects of, of your life. 
I was reminded as you were speaking about a, a quote from my favorite author, speaker, business philosopher, which is a guy named Jim Rohn. And he says, uh, help people with their lives, not just their jobs. Yes. That's what a great leader does. Yep. And I've always thought of that and made that a part of, of what I do in Vector with the people that I've worked with is that we will always have time for conversations that are not about selling Cutco, that are not mm-hmm. about managing teams, but that are about anything related to personal, whether it's personal finance or, or health and fitness or goal set, personal goal setting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what are the dreams people have? Travel aspirations, anything along those lines, like those conversations have always been a part of what I've done as a leader that I feel like are an important part of integrating life success, life balance with doing well at your work also. And it just shows people that they mean more to you than just what their production is uh, on the job. Yeah. Well, and knowing what the thoughts are in terms of how that current career and job fits into their bigger goals, right? Like understanding, do they, you know, some people might have an idea of like where they see the Cutco experience helping them in the future. They might have an idea, like they might say, oh, well, well, I do want to be, I want to be the CEO of my own company one day. And that's why I do this. Or maybe just the aspect of building relationships. It might help them get a job in, I don't know, whatever would relate to like just relationship building. But the point is that it's like, for organizations to realize that every employee has a past, a present, and a future. And if you understand what their future is that they're aiming for, then you can help them understand how that current job fits into that. And that's only going to retain them more because they realize like, oh, I see how this is connected to the things I want in my life and the dreams that I have. I think the mistake that a lot of organizations make is just kind of like keeping it focused on the now and not helping employees really see the connection to how it is going to advance the things that they want in their life. Indeed. Talking to a client yesterday who said his dream for his organization, because he's an executive, and he said, you know, I really want our organization to be the enabler of people's lives. And I love that because then the emphasis is on the impact that you're having on the employee. And it's saying that, hey, our company is actually a vehicle for them. And then when your company is a vehicle for the employee, the company is only going to benefit because the employees feel so taken care of. So it's it has this reciprocal effect. And so I just love that idea of, of companies being enablers for people's lives. I thought that was like such a great way to, to say it. Excellent. Such good insight. Well, on that note, Danielle, of getting more of this into the world, I'd love to wrap this up by asking you about your vision for the future of work and along the lines of the changing lives theme of this podcast. Yeah. What what would you want workplaces to be in the next 10 years or more through the influence that you're exerting upon them? Yeah, well, that's a that's quite the question. I mean, I think I would actually go beyond workplaces if I really think about kind of my real vision for this stuff. I would just love to see well-being to be like the core measurement of success in society. Like when I say in society, I mean like that. We see more like country happiness reports and things like that that are coming out now. But I really want to see where it is. We truly are looking to see what is the well-being of every nation and that that is more important than looking at 
GDP. I mean, it's, it's not to say that GDP becomes irrelevant or is unimportant, but it shouldn't be the metric that we're aiming for. I mean, at the end of the day, we all just want to have good lives. And so that should be what we're constantly aiming for as organizations and as countries, as cities. And now that is becoming a reality, like being able to measure well-being properly. People didn't know how to do that in the past. And now there's been so much development of surveys, of the science around this, that it is quite literally possible. So I think if well-being becomes this core measurement of success, it would really change the world. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives, Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off. We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.